Welcome to Scale Your Business Radio with your hosts, David Finkel and Jeff Hoffman. Hi, Scale listeners. David Finkel here on the show that shows you how to grow your business and get your life back. So we're doing part two of two on the six-time addictions. And as we talk about these six addictions, what they are, there are ways that we as business owners kill our productivity. We don't do it intentionally, but they sneak up on us before we realize that they become habits, habits that have turned into we call them addictions because they have such a negative harm to what you're doing. In the last segment, we talked about email. We talked about social media. Let's go to the other four. So number three, time addiction number three is television. And, you know, we don't think about television anymore in the sense that you're there at the office watching movies. I'm not saying that or suggesting that at all. But the place where we've watched that's hurt business owners is at night. And where it really hurts them is that, they use it as a little bit of escape at night. They use it to, quote, unquote, unwind. And before they know it, you know, it's 1, 2, 3 o'clock in the morning before they get to sleep, and they're actually sleep-deprived. Um, you know, being the fact we have the ability to work with you know, thousands of business owners a year who are at our workshops or um, through our online courses or other things or are involved with us, what we've learned is that this is actually more of a problem. And I, I can relate to it. You know, I can remember back before... You would stream everything. I remember buying seasons of the West Wing on television and sitting down and over two or three days watching the 22 episodes of a season. And, you know, back when that happened, I was a bit younger. I could bounce back for it. Nowadays, uh, you look at that I I couldn't do that same behavior. I've got clients who say, oh, gosh, you know, the the new season of House of Cards came out on Netflix, and I just sat and I watched six hours of it and ended up getting only four hours of sleep. And it really makes an impact. Whether you're watching it on a device near your bedroom or you're downstairs watching it on a great big screen TV, that's one. The fourth time addiction is deadlines. And you've seen it, right? You've probably even felt it. Uh, This is the business owner who who really doesn't kick it into gear until she's confronted by a looming deadline. And, you know, you say, well, what's wrong with it? Well, nothing's wrong with it in the sense that, that, uh, you know, it's absolutely right or absolutely wrong, but where it hurts, it takes a toll on the business owner, especially on her team. And it really starts to give an example that, that when things start to only get done at the last minute, it causes lots of stress and pressure for everybody else in the business. And that really hurts the, the company. Talent gets frustrated, stressed out, burned out, and you start becoming much more tactical and reactive as a company. You know, you're putting out fires, you're scrambling to meet a deadline versus strategically planning in advance about focusing on those fewer better things inside the business. And it's inefficient. Rushing from deadline to deadline often means that you that you miss the gains you could have got if you had planned further in advance so that the best of you could go where the most value is created, not to what deadline's coming up closest uh, on the calendar. Fifth time addiction is really close to this. It's called crisis. And and really what this is, this is the entrepreneur who's hooked on uh, putting out fires of being the, the knight in shining armor who can jump in and save the day. And it's really satisfying to be the one who has the answer, who gets to rush in and, and with the extinguisher and stomp out the fire. There's a sense of, of how it feels that way. But what they don't realize is this type of business owners that many times they're the one uh, either directly or indirectly setting the fires to begin with. So if you really want to scale your company, you've got to go beyond just putting out fires to preventing those fires from coming up in the first place. 
And the most successful entrepreneurs know that they need to grow their team so that they can put out their own fires. And, and this is a struggle. You know, I've had an index card on my desk here, a four-by-six um, index card now for, for months. And essentially what it does is it's a reminder for me that when my executive team brings me a challenge, that my first question needs to be, what do you think we should do about it? What are you planning to do about it? Tell me what your plan of action is, as opposed to rush in and solve it for them. And that's a big deal. It makes a big, big difference. Uh, and the final time addiction is escapist behavior. <laughs> um, you know, where do you run when you get stressed out? Where do you run when you're feeling that there's too much on your plate or you feel overwhelmed? And it's going to happen. You know, <laughs> I remember one business owner I had, she would go out shopping for purses. And I can't laugh about that because when I used to get stressed out, one of the places you'd find me would be the office depot or Staples wandering the aisles looking at office supplies and buying more office supplies that I really didn't need. But it just was an escapist behavior. Another one of my business partners, it was working out. He would go and and six days a week he would have a very aggressive workout plan with a personal trainer. So these are the time addictions. So what, what can you do about them? How do you deal with them? So first of all, remember, you... You don't control an addiction through willpower. You don't get it out. That might work for an hour or for an afternoon, but it doesn't work in the long-run marathon of running a company. So you put the power of environment, insight, and habit to work helping you deal with these things. So remember those. Write them down. Environment. What's the space around which you're at? Are there cues that feed these addictions or are there cues that feed the right behavior? Awareness. Just being aware, shining light on it can help you to change the behavior when you look at the true cost. And number three, habit, so that you can start the new behavior that you're going to replace the old with and do it long enough that it starts to get ingrained that it becomes more of an automatic thing that you don't think about. I'll recommend a quick book here. It's a great book called The Power of Habit. Uh, I don't know who wrote it off the top of my head, but myself and my mastermind group that I'm a part of, we used it as a topic for a couple of our calls, and it was really a helpful thing to look at what causes a habit to really get formed at a deep level so you can count on creating a winning habit. So here's some tips to help you deal with these time addictions. First of all, change your environment so that during the times that you want to get your most valuable work done, that any of these other addictions are less visible or less accessible. So one of our clients on the coaching side, uh, he runs a property management company, a commercial property management company. They manage about a million square feet of commercial space. And what he does is he takes his telephone, and so he doesn't get involved in texts and emails during his hour to two hours of prime time on highest level activities. He gives that to his assistant, and she holds it for him. Because if he has it in the room, he's going to check it. He knows that. He changes the environment. He gets that distraction so it's not accessible to him. Another client runs a retail store, Andrea, so she actually turns off. She unplugs her, 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 her cable into her modem so she can't easily get online. And, and so she could do it by replugging it in and so forth, but it would take uh, enough time for her to kind of go behind the wall in the cabinet to pull that back in that it lowers her odds of doing that. Another idea you could have, talk over your time addiction with a business owner peer, someone that you really trust, and ask them to be your accountability partner. Ask them to help you get clear on the cost 
of what the behavior is doing it. And, and, and so here's, a, here's an example of that. Um, I mentioned before me with television, and this is a big deal. So I remember turning to my peer group of uh, people who run companies, and, and this is really important why having an upgraded peer group of people who are business owners really could help for you because it gives you a place that you can go to talk with where people are going to understand. I mean, I brought this up to these folks. I have a mastermind team of people who run companies, and, and we got together, and we meet every two weeks by phone, and we were talking on the phone, and I shared. I said, hey, I'm really struggling with this, and you know, what's happening is I'm feeling stressed from the work, and so at night, I've just kind of gone into this routine, this rut, where I'm watching series of TV on, uh, on online, you know, through Netflix and Amazon Prime. And, and so we started talking about it. And, and several others have said, yeah, I'm doing that as well. And as we got into it, just by putting it out there, number one, it lowered the intensity. And then number two, uh, one of my mastermind partners, he turned to me and said, David, are you really enjoying that? I said, well, I really enjoyed the first three or four episodes. But I reached a certain point that I just want to find out what happened. And he said, well, David, if that's really the case, why don't you either watch the last episode after three or four or Google it, figure out what happens in the ending, so there's not that sense that you have to find it. I thought, that's brilliant. So not only did it help shine awareness to it, but it helped give me a better behavior to shortcut it. As Once I caught myself not enjoying it, I just go now after episode three and go watch episode 22. Then I feel no pressure to watch the show because I already see what's gone on with it. And I'm not saying that it was the right idea for everybody, but the idea of having a group of other business owners who can relate that you can ask about and talk with and share. Two more real quickly. Um, consciously pick a new behavior that you're going to replace it with. Really important. Don't just cut off a habit, but replace it with something else. You know, for example, for me, one of the, the, the habits around email was that I started my day with it. I don't want to have that. So I created a new habit. My new habit for me is on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and on Fridays, I don't check email until at least 11 o'clock, and I celebrate when I get to 1 o'clock without checking email. It makes for a much more productive day. And the final comment I'll share with you here as we're coming to end on this segment here, another tip here, is to create blocks of time. The problem with how most business owners do time is they end up with meeting and outside of meetings, they have these small slivers of time, five minutes here, 15 minutes there, 10 minutes here, but to create real value of any larger blocks. So I make sure that every day I have at least a one- to two-hour block for that day. And what's interesting is in that one- to two-hour block of what I call prime time, you actually get more value than from what you've gained from probably the rest of the day all combined. So create blocks of time would be another one for you. So these are the six time addictions and some suggestions, concrete suggestions on how to handle them. Again, I want to encourage you, scale listeners, to get to scaleyourbusinesstoolkit.com. Once you register there, there's 36 different tools, video trainings, PDF downloads, and so forth that Jeff and I designed around the release of our book, Scale, that you can actually access as part of listening to this podcast for free. So you're listening to Scale Your Business Radio. I'm your host, David Finkel, and we'll be right back in the next segment with a special guest, Dominique Molina. You're going to really enjoy as she talks about how we can, as business owners, enjoy our businesses more. Again, we're listening to Scale Your Business Radio. We'll be right back. Hi, 
Scale listener, this is David Finkel, co-host with Jeff Hoffman of Scale Your Business. I wanted to let you know that our newest book, Scale, was just released and to encourage you to get your copy. The book will give you seven proven principles to grow your business and get your life back. If you've ever wanted to grow your business but held yourself back from fear that it would take over your life, then we urge you to get your copy of Scale today. It'll give you a proven roadmap for rapidly growing your business while also gaining more personal freedom. Scale will help you work less by getting your business to produce more. Scale is for every entrepreneur who ever wondered if they really own their business or if their business owns them. Get your copy online or at your local bookseller. For more information, visit us online at scaleyourbusinesstoolkit.com. That's scaleyourbusinesstoolkit.com.